Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola, Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello there, Darren. So um, I've got a couple of ideas in my head, but I, I, I'm waiting for you to put us out of our misery here. What is the number one complaint that Wendy Nola, consumer journalist, received in the year 2020? Well, I don't think it's a huge surprise, yeah. um, although there were some contenders. Uh, but yeah, travel, tra- cancel travel bookings due to COVID. So in other words, not bookings that someone decided they didn't want to take anymore and then cancelled, in which case there could be cancellation penalties. There always are. But I'm talking about the trip to Thailand in mm. August or May or whatever yeah. could not happen. Because or for me, the wedding in the UK so in, in June. Yes, By comparison, what was the big number one complaint for 2019? Was it Orange Bay? Gosh, I'd probably say dodgy cars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always dodgy cars. Um, it's cell phone issues, but yeah, dodgy cars, I think, would, would be up there at the top spot. Anyway, so I have taken up quite a few of these cases mm. um, and pointed out that, you know, in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, it's not okay to just say, well, we're just not refunding you anything. It's, we're having a hard time. That's not how it works. Of course, we've spoken about this, Darren. Even the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman was saying, if you can take a voucher, if you can postpone your trip mm. rather than insist on a refund, it will help. You know, the industry, we're all in this together. It's not their fault either. So do try and do that. But in cases where, and particularly with elderly people who, you know, that was going to be their last overseas trip. I've had many of those. Um, And it's not who've got underlying, you know, have got diabetes or heart issues. It's not feasible for them to travel again. Mm. They are entitled to a refund. Okay. But many of these cases I just couldn't get to. In some cases, not even open the email. There's just been... A deluge. Mm. So uh, one of the couples uh, who wrote to me, and I didn't take up in their case, I put my hand up to this, was um, a pensioner couple, the Jacks, Alan and Sandy. Mm. Um, when the, when COVID hit world travel, they were already overseas. That was March. I think they went mid-March. And they had to abandon the second uh, leg of their trip and get home. So they missed their club bed stay in the Maldives, for which they had paid, big spoil, 57,000 rand. And they'd been battling to get a refund out of Club Med. Sandy wrote to me, initially the offer was a one-year voucher, which I said was unacceptable. We just wanted our money back. Then they increased the offer to a a three-year voucher so they could redeem any time within three years. Mm. She says, we don't want to go back to the Maldives now. It was on our route home. It's no longer um, feasible. We're pensioners, 77 and 69. We're not sure if you'll ever do long-distance traveling again. And Club Med just says, force majeure, which we've discussed on the show, the Ombud says that's not relevant for travel bookings. And that's all as far as they're concerned. Mm. They took out insurance, and insurers said, uh, rejected their claims. And I've had m- many cases of this where they say, well, you were offered a voucher. Yeah. So if you're offered a voucher, then the, the insurance isn't canceled. I beat one of them, by the way. But anyway, to get back to this case, Alan emailed me yesterday to say that they were refunded. Wonderful news. When I asked him how, he said, the ombudsman, that's the Consumer Goods and Services Ombuds, had referred their complaint to the Tourism Complaints Officer. So I went to Makata in Pateli and I said, mm. which Tourism Complaints Officer? This is wonderful. And her answer was, the Tourism Complaints Officer at the National Department of Tourism. So I have an email address. We'll put it on the blog. Perfect. Complaints at complaints at tourism.gov.ca 
not ZA rather, um, I'm passing it on. Um, if you paid for a trip that was cancelled, not by you, but because of COVID, and you've yet to get a refund, you don't want to accept a voucher for whatever reason, send an email to that address and please let me know how you go. Nice. Complaints at And you can copy tourism. me actually. Complaints at tourism.gov.za. And we'll CC you. Um, Yes, copy me so and, and keep me posted and let's get some more of these refunds paid. I've forgotten what your email address is. I just go straight to your Facebook. What's your email? <laughs> it's consumer <laughs> at nola.co.za. Fantastic. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Uh, we have some success with Wendy Nola thus far. So if you've uh, been offered only a voucher for all of these international trips and uh, and whatnot, uh, Wendy has got a solution for you. There is a mechanism in which you can get a refund. Those details will be on the podcast. Go to ecr.co.za. Welcome back, Wendy. Thank you, Darren. Now, of course, um, the, the uh, National Tourism Department can't help you with uh, bookings that were cancelled for, uh, you know, venues, weddings, etc. Um, that's not the place to go mm. with your complaint. Um, but I have had so many of these as well, Darren, and I'm working on one for next week's show mm. that involves a, a KZN um, venue that has just refused to refund a cent of any deposit or hmm. uh, full payment for weddings which were cancelled because of COVID. And yes, you know, it's they took a knock but to take thousands and thousands for a wedding where you and you don't serve, including you know full catering and you don't serve a crumb and say sorry for you mm. um that's not legal so um yeah if you've if that's happened to you and you've already emailed me you can please just re-email my inbox i, I put my hand up it is a monster i cannot get too many of them mm. but um if you just market ecr um, menu cancellation, whatever. I'll do my best to get to it, um, and that, so we're definitely going to cover that in next week's show. Let's do some naming and shaming. Okay. And at weddings, of course, we have cakes, and um, at Christmas time as well, we have baked goods. Mm-hmm. And um, Christmas is a sparkly, sparkly, um, festive celebration for many. On top of the religious aspect, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to get back to something that we discussed two years ago, Darren. I remember this so clearly about yeah. the cake glitter. Yes. And we and I outed um, a few places. If you're buying, it doesn't matter if you're buying it from a baking shop. If yeah. it's very, very shiny glitter and it looks like you could have got it from CNA instead, yeah. it is not edible. It is plastic. It is. We, it is, we established um, that not polyester. all glitters, not, not all that glitters is good. Is edible. Yes. But people do want shiny, sparkly things. And some people buy it anyway and think, what harm? can it do mm. the label says non-toxic which is not the same thing as edible right mm. it's not supposed to go into your body so your child can swallow a lego brick and probably won't die but um, there are some sharp edges and there could be other issues so non-toxic you want to buy one if you if you care about not eating plastic or giving it to your children you want to mm. buy one that actually specifically says edible but does it say edible if it says non-toxic and then adds for decorative purposes only remove before eating that's their way of saying you actually shouldn't be putting this on your... We know you're going to do it anyway, but don't sprinkle this directly onto your icing um, or your whipped cream or whatever. But these sparkly things are becoming more and more of a trend worldwide mm. for not just not just cakes, but drinks and, you know, frothy, frothy things. Mm. Um, let's, add the, let's add the bling. Okay, so if it's very in-your-face shiny, please know that that's plastic. Although they um, say it's non-plastic, get, toxic, it isn't edible. Toxic. It's not supposed to be in your body. I just wanted, I mean, there was a, a quote by Dr. Xiaoping Li, professor of medicine and 
chief of the Division of Clinical Nutrition at the University of California. He says, um, don't eat it, at least not regularly or in large quantities. Um, my thing is that if you... Hang on a second. If, if you're having glitter you ask, cake regularly, I think having that much cake is a problem that you should <laughs> yeah, address. Yeah, that's not good anyway. Not necessarily yes, the glitter. Anyway. Okay. I'm just saying an informed consumer is an empowered one in my view. So um, look at the label. If it doesn't say edible, it's not. There are some places, um, Woolies stocks a range of all edible. There are some other brands that you can get all over um, that actually do specifically say edible. They they are shimmers rather than glitters, so okay. they won't be in your face bling. They'll be more of like a mother of, mother of pearl effect. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a shimmer, but not a, a bling bling um, shine. This <laughs> I actually went to a birthday, kid's birthday party about two weeks ago. Stop laughing. Yeah. And this li- 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 what? what? No, no, I just, I just love this the idea of your bling bling cake. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> this little girl stuck her finger into a cake on the edge of the cake that her yeah. mother had, had made. It was like bright green glitter. And she said to her mom, can I eat this? Yeah. Ten years old, she was a bit skeptical because I think she recognized it from a school project, right? Yeah, yeah. And the mother said, of course, I bought it from the baking shop. Oh, because okay. I had to be Wendy Nolan and say, um, no, not necessarily read the label. So, okay. yeah, I just put it out there as we're heading into the season of shiny things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know, know what you're about if you're going to be um, not only making yourself, but if you're buying cakes mm. ready made. Yeah. Um, if you're not into eating plastic, maybe avoid. Perfect. Well, there you go. Uh, not all that glitters is good. And a means to getting your money back on those international trips and holidays and events. Uh, another option available to you. And if you want to get a hold of Wendy uh, about anything, keeping in mind she does have a very, very full inbox, uh, it is Wendy Nola Consumer on Facebook and use the mail option. Darren, Darren, Carrie and Sky. Weekday, 6 to 9 a.m.